0: Hello and welcome to the very first episode of the Longshot Club. I am Bran. I'm Noel. I'm Ellie. And today uh, we're going to be talking about one of my favorite movies, and that is the movie Princess Mononoke. So Princess Mononoke is uh, is an animated movie uh, by Japanese director Hayao Miyazaki, or Miyazaki Hayao if you prefer the... Um, uh, Proper way. Yeah, if you prefer to do it properly. <laughs> um, I, I'm not a... Uh, japanese person
1: well this is true um, <laughs> to be I'm fair nobody a, here nobody sitting here is japanese yeah. so you know what's, take that with a grain yeah assault.
0: what's the right phrase not not a connoisseur well no um not not like profession perfectionist but not like a i don't know expert no but like person who would insist it be that way purist purist that's the word there i'm wanted. i not a purist i got it yeah yay points for ellie ooh, Something ooh. we award points in this show no we don't just <laughs> kidding you can keep track of points they don't mean anything um and uh dole them out however you see fit and uh and tweet at us uh we what have a twitter <laughs> um, yeah we,
2: we do have a twitter uh that is lsc pod so yes get anyway. at me
0: Anyway, back to the describing of the movie. I got so distracted uh, okay. on the name. Yeah. I didn't even make it to the movie. Uh, yeah, so it's an animated movie uh, it, taking place in uh, feudal Japan. Uh, basically, the gist of the story is that uh, a young man named Ashitaka is, uh, is cursed by a boar god.
2: Boar as in pig, not boar as in... Boring god. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and he seeks to find out uh, what caused the boar itself to become uh, cursed. Well, it's a demon, basically. And, uh, and so he finds a place called Irontown. And uh, there it's a city led by a woman who uh, who takes in uh, former um, brothel workers and uh, and mines ore and uh, wants to kill the god of a nearby forest so she can get the um
1: or out of the forest as well
0: uh ashitaka is opposed to this as many might be this sounds and so
1: strikingly familiar like alaska fracking so, question mark. so so relatable yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah
0: anyway uh, ashitaka um he, he doesn't really choose sides exactly because uh, you know he realizes that uh, the leader of irontown lady Iboshi, isn't an entirely terrible person uh she has you know somewhat good goals and uh and so he he uh tries to keep her from killing the spirit uh forest spirit um doesn't work Poor spirit spoiler. does die. Spoiler, yeah, spoiler.
2: alert. All, all these movies will spoil all the things.
0: All yeah. all, all, ah, words. all our episodes will spoil whatever movie we're talking about. So
2: Yeah, if you're really worried about what's going to get spoiled, check the episode notes. I'm going to keep a detailed list of anything that we spoil right there. Yes. Yay,
0: notes. Um,
2: but yeah, so that's the gist of the movie. Uh, and um, uh, Our usual plan for these is going to be that we try to mention in advance what our thoughts are going into the film in case we haven't seen it. Like in this case, I'd seen it before exactly once. Ellie hadn't seen it before.
1: Nope, never once. And Not it is one all. of
2: my... Oh, I'm sorry. I interrupted you. That oh, no, I was me. done. Okay. Go ahead. By all
1: but means. But yeah,
0: and it is one of my favorite movies, which is why I chose it for my very first movie for um, my pick. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm playing with the USB and no null's mad at me.
2: Oh, I, I just hear it over here. So I'm sure that they hear it through that. <laughs> so continue my apologies.
0: Yeah. Uh, anyway, it's... Um, you know, each week we're gonna one of us is going to choose a movie uh, for us to watch and then talk about. And uh,
2: I chose this for our first movie because it's one of my favorite movies. I mean, honestly, I thought that it was going to be a great choice anyway. Um, it's not one of my favorite Miyazaki films, but it's one of those that is worth seeing at least a couple of times, if if at least just once a decade, just just to refresh your memory about. Well, it's gonna sound weird. Why the hell nature is important and you don't. Fuck with
0: it. Yeah, yeah um, much. and that's uh, you know right at the end. Well, not right at the end, but very near the end of the movie. Uh, this character Kuroku, uh, says, "Oh, I didn't know this forest spirit made the flowers grow."
1: Yeah, I and, wanted to throw the table. <laughs> yeah, Ellie, <laughs> Ellie was quite frustrated with that, yeah. and I think.
0: Um, but I think personally, I found that to be like a very important moment because you know Kuroku, he's that's he's a, true. <laughs> yeah, it's, he's a good character. He's a good yep. guy. Um, but it's a moment of ignorance where it's just yeah. like it just never occurred to this guy. Oh the right. forest spirit does that and well, i feel like that translates to real life yeah
1: i was gonna say that's really relatable as far as like people that don't seem to understand like dude it's not like it's you you need the earth to do these yeah. things the things that you really like to do it's not a good idea yeah. to screw this up yeah
0: like somebody who's into like hunting and fishing yeah. and then but doesn't believe in climate change and doesn't believe in uh yeah. in nature preservation that sort of thing yeah. it's just like well if you want to keep gonna, hunting and fishing yeah you're gonna, you're gonna run out of things you're gonna want to worry like,
1: about maybe about not that. in your <laughs> lifetime but your kids are gonna hate you Yeah. <laughs> like, I
2: can't remember the name of it just now, but there's a specific, for lack of better words, internet rule. Uh, something or other is Razor, which basically says that most of the time, things that seem malicious aren't done out of oh, actual uh, mouths.
0: Oh, Hanlon's Razor? Is it Occam's Razor or Hanlon's Razor? I know it's razor? not
2: Occam's, so I'm going to assume Hanlon's, because that's the other one that you're putting forward. Um, I'm trying very hard not to use the computer in front of me to actually start Googling things, just trying to go off of what I remember. I am um, not following that rule. <laughs> no, I'm actively
0: I Googling. Uh, okay, yeah. Hamlin's razor is a principle of rule or oh, thumb. Oh, so
2: I don't even get to actually finish saying it? I will not read the thing. Thank you. No, we'll, re- we'll say the thing from memory. Uh, it's An act of malice isn't actually usually an act of true malice. Usually it's an act of ignorance, which I feel not only just applies to those that don't understand climate change in the world, but really just pretty much anyone that says really just ignorant, unpleasant things and are just hateful people. They're not truly hateful. Most of the time, they're just coming from a place of such ignorance.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, uh, the format we're going to follow, uh, try to, yes, try to, uh, is that each of us is going to say, uh, one of our favorites or a favorite thing about each the movie that we watched that day. And then, uh, we're also each going to say our least favorite thing about that movie. And, uh, and then third, we have a list of, uh, other questions, uh, and we're going to roll a die each week to, uh, to see what the third question that we all have to answer is going to be. Sometimes they're going to be, you know,
2: um, innocuous, normal questions. Sometimes they're not.
1: You'll you'll find out. Yeah. Find
2: out. Yeah. I I tried to make it a very interesting list of thoughtful questions where even if they're silly, they'd still make you sort of stop and go, huh. (laughs) Uh, Additionally, if you guys want to add questions to the list, write in on Twitter because I keep a list. I keep who contributed to the question. So by all means, if you want to appear, just send me something on Twitter. Again, LSC Pods, and you have a chance of popping up on this. Yeah, we'll yeah. give you a shout-out if you give us a good question to read. Woo, woo. Uh, so, for me, my...
0: I think one of the things that I've... Personally, for me, my favorite thing about this movie is I love that so many movies, the villains are just fucking bad guys. Yeah. They're just... You don't understand them at all. Yeah. They're just evil. They're bad. That's Princess Mononoke, all... The people that you could consider the villains who would be Lady Eboshi right. and uh, this monk named Jigo, right? They're they're the villains definitely. But Lady Eboshi is in no way evil. She's 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 not a bad she's a bad guy, but she's not a bad guy like Satan <laughs> like Satan from from Wreck It Ralph. Jigo, um, again, he's fueled more by greed than anything truly evil about him. In my mm-hmm. opinion, he's just like oh, I could get rich off of this and. But he's not a terrible person. Like at the beginning of the movie, you know, he helps out Ashitaka, and you know he's making deals. So he's kind of he's kind of scheming and uh, and greedy, but I
2: wouldn't say he's inherently evil. I mean, other than Miyazaki's first film, *Loop* in *The Ca- uh, Third Castle of Cagliostro*, other than that, he never really makes a movie where the villain is outright a villain.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. like *Howl's Moving Castle*. There's never. Yeah, there's the um, Witch of the Witch of the Wastes, who's, by the end of the movie, just kind of a pathetic little old grandma type. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I actually
2: found out, um, do you know why the war is even taking place? Because this doesn't really come up in the movie very clearly, but it comes up more in the book. Yeah, I've never read the book, so... I haven't either, in fairness, but I ended up looking over a list of the differences, mm. and what happens is that... In a fit of jealousy, the Witch of the Waste oh, had the cursed the prince. prince. Yes,
0: the turnip Prince, yes. And that
2: had triggered a whole dispute between the two kingdoms of what the mm. hell actually happened to the prince. Yeah. And it's sort of mentioned very briefly in, like, a line at the end. Yeah. But it is a huge ongoing thing through the book. Just yeah. Just continuously mentioned, apparently.
0: Yeah. And, um... Yeah, even in um, yeah, Spirited Away doesn't really have a bad guy. Ponyo doesn't have a bad guy. Yeah, it's just that's one of the things I love about Miyazaki is he creates such interesting characters mm. and yeah. Um,
2: no, what's your favorite thing about the movie? It's gonna sound really strange, but my favorite thing is that Miyazaki leaned into darkness a little bit because another thing you don't usually see in a lot of his movies is true darkness. The mm-hmm. the demons are truly horrific. And it's like they're they're again, they're not villains per se, but there is something so truly monstrous to them. And you don't generally see that in Miyazaki. He leans towards these very gentle images and these very gentle ideas where even if something is scary, it's kind of goofy in mm-hmm. how it's presented. Uh, even in, again, going back to Howl's Moving Castle, my, my particular favorite of his work. Mm-hmm. Also, um, a great movie. It, it's fantastic.
0: <laughs> we will watch it at some point on one of my weeks. Yes. And no celebrates.
2: <laughs> uh, even there, the monsters are these gooey, weird creatures with these funny masks mm-hmm. and these costumes. Yeah. Yeah, those guys. And they're just like moving sludge, just running forward, and they're they're startling at times.
0: That seems to be a running theme isn't it that say, because, in his movies. I was gonna say because
1: I'm sensing um, a connection here. <laughs> uh,
0: because uh, Spirited Away* kind of has that too, when No Face is getting all that food. Yeah.
1: Why does he like blob monsters so much?
0: We should ask him. I would love to. He's old. We better ask him soon. Not going. Mm. He's gonna die. Oh my god! We should have talked oh about him. Oh my
1: god. First Ruth Bader
0: Ginsburg. No. First Chadwick Boseman, then Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Sorry, guys. We have a habit of um, famous people accidentally dying uh, while we're recording. When we bring them up.
1: Yeah. I don't know what that is. We're just going to, you know, knock on wood that we didn't just curse this poor man. This this artist. Like, we need you to stick around a little bit longer. Thank you.
0: Yes, please. Thank you.
2: Mr. Miyazaki. We would appreciate that. Mm. It's weird. He also keeps bouncing in and out of retirement. Yeah,
1: he does. I, I think I, you get, I think you're like retired. And then at some point you're just like, you're either bored or at the, some point you just get irritated by seeing people do shit that you know you can do better. Yeah. Then like, that's exactly step aside. It yeah, wasn't Let it, me show you what how to do this shit.
0: Unhappy with how his son had directed a movie. So he's like, oh, I got to come back. Well, that, that was the first
2: time. Then the <laughs> second time was he had retired and then a whole slew of popular films came out and he was like, I hate these. I hate all of you. I'm going to do it better. <laughs> Yeah. And then he retired again, and allegedly he's going to step back out of retirement a third time.
1: Hey, man. If he keeps coming up with shit like that, I'm I'm all for it. Yeah. yeah personally.
2: Yeah. But that's just me. Yeah. but I'm, I'm going to turn it over to you now, because yeah. um, that, that was my bit.
1: Uh, I mean, I will say, I think the characters are interesting. Actually, with Lady Eboshi, I did think that she was more um i think the characters are interesting but i do still think she's technically a villain definitely like in the sense of like yeah she did nice things for like women that worked at brothels and mm-hmm. like lepers and things like that but it was all for her own purpose right like yeah. i will treat you well but you got to work for me and yeah don't don't get me wrong yeah like it, you should respect lepers and people mm-hmm. that work in brothels because they are still human beings but yeah. you know someone as far i think that was my that was my only thing where I, where i was just like the villains are really interesting but like it, part of me was just like why are you guys so content working for this this person like the lepers i understand mm-hmm. the women in the brothel i sort of kind of get but as far as like the men and things like that yeah. i was like what a sympathetic else. villain
0: like she's yeah. definitely i agree yeah she i didn't, I didn't really, mean to say I didn't have, she's not a villain yeah. i
1: didn't have much sympathy for her to be really compa- no hmm. I, yeah. to be completely honest I, I really didn't i was totally i would have been totally fine with her head getting bitten <laughs> off by one of those wolves totally fine with it yeah. and then the town starts over with a new leader yeah hopefully one that actually is like yes you need to respect these people we're also like, not going to treat the earth yeah. like shit <laughs> like
0: toki or something she could have been the new leader there you go yeah um but, is that your favorite part? Because that's kind of just more building on what I said. Oh no, I apologize. Yeah. Um, no, that's honestly, okay. um, You're allowed, well, that's the point we're talking about a movie. Yeah. <laughs> so,
1: well, to be complete, so I don't have a whole lot of experience with these type of films. Anime is not, admittedly, something that I am drawn to naturally because sometimes Mm -hmm. i just find it too weird and i can't connect with it yeah honestly it's one of my um, favorite
0: movies but i'm not a huge anime fan either right like like, right um, and that's not to say
1: that's not to discount like the incredible like talent that you have to have to create those movies like Mm. the artistry in there is amazing the music is great the vocal talent that they that they find for these characters is awesome um but i think one of the things that i actually appreciated about it was that i found for the most part how relatable it was mm-hmm. like for someone that does not traditionally watch films like this yeah i was like okay i can even connect these dots and while i find some of these things a little bit too like suspension of disbelief i get but yeah. <laughs> there were some moments where i'm like <laughs> <laughs> I would have liked a little bit more context for mm. that for some things but even f- when you didn't get it you can still follow the premise of everything I mean yes things are weird but we understand a little bit why they're weird yeah. <laughs> it's not that like oh in this world all the animals talk yeah and they're all like you know as big as buildings and uh-huh. they're gods and demons and we're just gonna roll with it yeah. it's <laughs> it, it's it's more like there's a little bit of history and there's yeah. reasoning as to why our animals able to talk why Can certain humans not hear them? Mm -hmm. Things like that. Why is the earth mad?
2: Yeah. (laughs) Um, It's actually to sort of dive into that for a second. It's really interesting when you look at. I've just been listening to a lot of podcasts specifically about horror movies, but it does connect because a lot of the horror movies they've been talking about are specifically Japanese horror films. Mm. And it's interesting. They don't really care about the concept of good or evil over there very much like it it comes up occasionally but that's that's more so them adopting the western ideal of good versus evil right
1: it's a very yeah
2: but what's interesting is that the way that they look at gods and demons a quote-unquote good god can just as likely do an incredibly atrocious evil thing right so the way that they view the world is like like you were saying it's it's presented in a very accessible way which is really nice mm-hmm. but i'm also really delighted by the way that this film still embraces just how Japanese it is, because it is taking place in feudal Japan. It's not like right. it's taking place in a magical fantasy world. I mean, I well, guess I mean, it kind yeah. of is, but <laughs> right. not but, really, though. Yeah,
1: but it's a, it's it's magical fantasy, but it's very much something that doesn't, like, tie so deeply into Western culture, in, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah. I could be totally wrong. The guy could come back and say, like, this lady's stupid and does not know what she's talking <laughs> about. And, and, and with all due respect, that is totally accurate, because I'm not a connoisseur of this at all <laughs> I just like to watch movies yeah um but I mean even the two um main characters as far as like Princess Mononoke and am I saying this right Ash- Ashita- Ashitaka yeah. Ashitaka, Oof. Ashitaka. Ashita- <laughs> oh no oh rude um but as far as their just the premise of their relationship you mm-hmm. put that in a western film and it's going to be all about the romance and their connection and everything like that and yeah. I actually found that that seemed that was my other favorite thing that I was talking Tied with aside from it being so relatable is like these two characters it's kind of like their relationship with each other is kind of more of like a subplot that's going on yeah. it's not the main thing which I think mm. is actually really kind of refreshing and even yeah. at the end of the movie again spoiler alert yeah. the end of the movie they don't technically wind up together in the no. traditional Western sense the girl is still pissed off yeah these these humans did some really awful things to yeah. her family and to her whole environment and where she grew up mm. so she's like no I can't deal with that Meanwhile, yeah. he's like, okay, I, I completely, and he's totally cool with it. Yeah. Like, I totally understand, but in the meantime, I'm going to help the humans rebuild. Yeah. And, like, and I'm just like, I think that's exactly how it needs to be. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, that
0: leads, uh, you're, okay, done. I didn't want to, like. All done. Cut you off early. <laughs> that leads into my uh, my least favorite thing about the movie. Ah. Um, I like their relationship a lot. Mm. Don't get me wrong. I feel like. It starts too cheap with the classic love at first sight. Yeah, I I feel that like, is true. Yeah, there was.
1: <laughs> I wish that they had. That found, is very western. I wish they had found a
0: cleaner way to start that. That's true. <laughs> like you know, like a better. I don't know how because I'm not a movie director. I wish that they'd found a little cleaner way that Ashitaka just sees her and is like just instantly. Oh my god. I gotta know this girl. Now, I know that sometimes that does happen, but it's just. Ugh. And to be fair. one wants to say something. He looks very well, frustrated. But with also, me right to now. be
1: fair, the girl is very interesting when mm. you're first introduced to her. She's riding on the back of wolves. Yeah. I would wanna know this chick.
2: <laughs> see, I, I read it completely differently. Mm. I did not see that as a meat cue in any capacity. What I saw that as was this dude recognizes okay, this is my way into figuring out the bigger deal of what the hell's happening here and mm. how I can fix this and That's make this true. right. She obviously doesn't give two shits about ever having anything to do human with him. At
1: that, po- she, it's another human at that yeah. point.
2: And all he really seems to care about initially is I need to make things right before I drop dead.
1: See, the thing though
0: is that like after he's injured and stuff, and uh, and Yakul carries him, um, you know, right. up the That's up the mountain, and then f- yeah. he gets dropped and he falls, and she approaches him, and like one of the first things he says to her is, "You're beautiful." Yeah, that there that, is that yeah.
1: was the only time. That was the problem that I had with it. The initial meeting was not a problem. I'm like, oh, yeah. this is actually really interesting because this chick don't give a fuck. And mainly the reason like he's talking to her is like, hey, you seem to be, be very familiar with these forest things. Yeah. So can you help me out? And she's like, uh, no. Yeah, dude, so, fuck off. I don't yeah, you. exactly. I don't you. So, but the minute yes. like he was just like, you're beautiful. Don't like, and she reacts. The way that like, oh she reacted, yeah. I was like, oh man, yeah. that might be the most Western part of that yeah. movie. I don't know how it is over in Japan. Yeah. So, uh, the but, most
2: Western part was, oh my God, he's giving me something
1: pretty. That's true. That's true. It's pretty. Shiny yeah. things.
2: Right after she's talking about how she hates him. And but it like, may oh, have been,
1: hey, maybe, maybe they did it on purpose. Like, yeah. here's a shout out to the Americans. Don't <laughs> like this <laughs> and be like, yes, we get this. How stupid that is. We do that all the time. <laughs> So, yeah, no, I I do see what you're saying. I really didn't have an issue with it. The only time I had an issue with it was that one line. If they had cut that line. And found yeah. another way, yeah, to write that. To, I think to, it would have been fine
0: to start the like emotions between them, exactly. To show yeah. that. And to
1: be fair, if I'm understanding correctly, there is a Japanese version of this, it's not it American is, yeah. actors, it's not English yeah. speaking. Yeah. So, to be fair, it could be something that's lost in translation. Like, yeah. for what they're doing, saying in Japanese, there may not be a good way to translate, yeah, what that is in English. Uh,
0: for reference, um, we are heathens and we watch the English dub, not uh, original. Dialogue. I know, apologies. With, uh, with apologies, subtitles. In
1: fact, we watch we did watch with subtitles yes but give us some credit
0: (laughs) close but they're not subtitles of the japanese text that's true they're sometimes they were We're not captioned
1: yeah but i mean it could be something that's lost in translation that happens all the time with with anime the limited anime that i have seen where it's still in the japanese like language Mm -hmm. and things and i keep seeing this thing repeated and i'm like this doesn't seem to read right and then Mm -hmm. to come find out later well there's no real good way to translate this in english so yeah so, um, I feel like if they had just cut that one line and found another way to write that, wrap that up, yeah. and things like that, that would have been fine. Because if you think about that, um, how do I say his name? Because now I have Ashi slip <laughs> on my head. So <laughs>
0: Ashitaka. I can't...
1: Taka. Ashitaka. Okay, so, but when Ashi-taka, you? Th- yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> I'm do you need me to slap
0: your boyfriend for yes, you or please, kick him? I think please. I can kick him easier than. Oh, yeah, yeah that
1: works too. Oh, you know
0: what? I can't. I got little legs. <laughs> oh, damn. All
1: right, well, I can do it later. Oh. Um, But I mean, when you think about his entire character, he does. He's motive part of his motivation is like, there's got to be a way for humans and the forest, yeah, to coexist, which is also one of the main points of the movie. Mm -hmm. But that's part of his character, so I feel like, as far as him saving her and all of that, it could be like, you are important, you are literally proof yeah. that humans and the forest can work out mm-hmm. so don't sacrifice your life for these assholes yeah <laughs> like, oh uh so, yeah. i forgot
0: to do i wanted to do an honor, honorable mention for another favorite thing i have about the movie um, um but i got distracted because you made it perfect for me to lead into my least favorite thing but anyway <laughs> another one of my favorite things is the music oh my god the music in mm-hmm. the movie is so fucking good joe hizashi's a genius i love it so much anyway do you yeah, not like no, it is that your no, least favorite sad thing face. oh no it's, it's oh no my, oh no
2: it's not my least favorite okay but I can say that the music in this film does nothing for me. Yeah. But I will also say that my least favorite was actually the vocal performances. I found yeah. them p- incredibly underwhelming. Yeah. Particularly uh, Gillian Anderson, who's usually amazing. Well, mm.
1: they have so- they have a great cast. They picked great people. Yeah. To- they picked some amazing actors. And yeah. I was a little bit disappointed.
2: Really, the only person that I think really did a great job was Claire Danes. Mm-hmm. Her performance as a feral wolf girl was really, really good. Well,
1: I think part of that is also, and again, this, I know nothing of Japanese culture compared to American culture. So I'm just going to say that. But it also could be maybe traditionally as far as showing your emotions and having that visceral and emotional reaction may not be as big a thing in Japanese culture, whereas Americans, you know, you could Mm. say your favorite color is blue and somebody could take offense to it and have a weird reaction. So she's also, and also by definition, she is a wolf girl. She's (laughs) supposed to have a different type of reaction to certain things compared to humans in order to differentiate her, but I do agree with your point. It's
2: it's weird because in a lot of cases with anime, unlike in traditional actual Japanese culture where people are usually very subdued, Mm. Almost to a fault. Mm. Uh, on the other hand, in anime, people are usually expressive to the point where it is literally by default cartoonish. It is buffoonery yeah. at times yeah. how far they go with expression. That's,
1: that's true, but yeah. it's. I, I think it just depends. I think maybe I've seen yeah. some anime where I'm like, I can't handle these yeah. reactions. Man, this is way too... I can't relate to this at all. This is not how... Mm-hmm. Whereas in this sense, like for the prints for um, Billy Bob Thornton's character. Yeah, Jigo. To- Jigo is on yeah. um, him. So yeah. a lot of them were extremely subdued. Yeah. Well, also, I'd say so, um, mizaki's
0: anime isn't like other anime where it's extra expressive and crazy and out there, you know? That's true. Um, Ponyo
2: but... is proof negative of your theory <laughs>
0: no no i mean like with the, the crazy majority of the and stuff, collection yeah. like um, of his body that, of work yeah i agree that there, there is a lot of woodenness to the performances yeah. and i wonder if part of it is that they're just not used to being voice actors like they yeah. brought in like oh let's get these big names right to, because this is one of the right. um this one uh came out in 2001 no, uh in the us in the us it came out oh, in 2001 you. right. um 97 the originally came out but yeah so 2001 anime wasn't as popular yet like this is this was still before spirited away won or was nominated for i don't remember if it won i think it won an oscar i know it was nominated um wasn't that in 2003 if i remember right three
1: or four um i mean if we're i'm kind of glancing at the cast mm -hmm. right now because i will obviously butcher everybody's name (laughs) but um i think i thought that claire danes did a really did a I don't know if I would say like a great job, but compared uh-huh. to everybody else that was in the film, as far as what I was experiencing, I thought she was clearly the most expressive mm-hmm. and and more believable as far as vocal ability. Um, I also, but I also thought Keith David did great. He yes. and he's an experienced
0: I, voice actor. so yes, that makes Yes, I was going
1: to say he, but he also has much more experience. I would, I think,
0: yo, yo. being
1: being a voice actor, mm-hmm. so that may have been why yeah. they were so good.
0: But yeah, I think they were like, oh, let's put all these big name voice actors in there to draw more people to come see it. Um, which is what they do now, and I feel like maybe they, I don't know, have a better coach or something to right. have people in all the animated, like, Pixar films okay. and stuff.
1: Well, I mean, I'm a little bit relieved. I thought I was the only one that was like, why is this so monotone and kind of yeah. wooden and there's no reaction for something like this? Like, yeah. you just kick this dude out your town. <laughs> like, like, <laughs>
2: you you are now cursed. Farewell. Yeah. Goodbye. And we'll it,
0: miss you. And, you know, it's funny. I wonder if his performance in that helped uh, land Billy Crudup, his role as Dr. Manhattan. Mm-hmm. Because Doctor Manhattan, that character is very similar—that yes. very like monotone, monotone. very even-tempered. Uh, yeah, that's, that's a really good point. <laughs> I, I wondered after because I saw this before I saw uh, Watchmen, but yeah,
1: it actually makes me very curious to see like the actual the Japanese version with like their actors yeah. and things mm-hmm. like that to see to mm-hmm. kind of compare and contrast. So that yeah. might be fun to do in my own free time. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you guys have HBO Max. That's how we watched it
0: because yeah. I, like a dink, forgot
1: my
2: DVD sitting on the shelf at home. <laughs> I'm actually going to jump in and mention interesting detail. Um, Jackie Earl Haley, because of his performance as Rorschach in Watchmen. Oh, yes. That's how he got to do freddy krueger in the remake of mm. nightmare on Elm street
0: yeah he he had been working like as a cab driver or something randomly got that role as rorschach and like re because he had been an actor when he was younger i think a child actor and then it, like yeah. helped re-jump uh, career. so great yeah I know a lot of people don't like to, like the Watchmen movie. I enjoyed it for what it was, but I also yeah. have not read the graphic novels. So. Yeah,
1: again, I'm coming from the same place yeah. where I'm like, I did not read the graphic novel, but I do. I had pros and cons yeah. with that movie as I well. I understand Stay all tuned. the criticisms. Maybe, maybe, we'll, maybe we'll bring that <laughs> I that understand all back. the
2: criticisms. I enjoyed it anyway. Yes,
1: exactly, basically.
2: <laughs> there was actually an article that I was reading the other day on the subject because it was looking at how Zack Snyder made the Watchmen movie versus how Damon Lindelof made the quote unquote sequel series mm-hmm. that came out on HBO yeah. earlier this year or last year, something like that. T- time has no meaning anymore. Mm. Time has no meaning. Um, but it was interesting because it was examining how in the movie, it made no sense to have spoilers for a completely different film, uh, <laughs> the giant squid. But on the other <laughs> hand, the giant squid made perfect sense in the context of the TV show. Mm-hmm. So the two, aren't reconcilable. The series is absolutely a sequel to the comic, not the film. Mm -hmm. And yet you can kind of flow one into the other. If you do a little bit of homework in between the two, Hmm. it's, it was a really interesting article. If I can find that, I'll go ahead and throw that onto the Twitter. But Watchmen's not the movie we're here to talk
0: about today. Ellie, what was your least favorite thing about the movie?
1: Well, to be completely honest, um, since Null already mentioned like some of the woodenness of Mm -mm. the vocal actor like the voice actors that they chose for this. I mean, I don't know. I think it I think there may I think that it's probably something that was probably just lost in translation. I yeah. think some of the lines yeah. that were that were used like some of the th- not your particular line where it's like i didn't know the four like yeah. the th- spirit for the forest spirit made flowers grow yeah i think that one's actually important yeah. to keep but like there were some other lines where i was just like this feels like it doesn't doesn't translate as yeah. well some so. of the writing
0: definitely the translations yeah. were just like it's a repetitiveness of a phrase
1: right, right. that I
0: wouldn't, like, as a writer, I would not have written it that Exa- way. Exactly. You know? So,
1: and that made me wonder, like, you really couldn't have sat down with the writer and been like, hey, can we polish this up just yeah. a little bit? Like, stuff yeah. like that makes me, stuff like that makes me wonder, like, how is this missed?
0: Yeah. And I don't, <laughs> I don't know much about, uh, and by don't know much, I mean, I don't know anything about writing for animation, but maybe- This is also true. <laughs> maybe it's like, okay, it's got to be a certain length. So we got to mm-hmm. work with this space. Might you know, be. I don't know if they- Add in more mouth movements when they're exactly it American. They
1: okay, I was gonna say yeah, I didn't they, they think that they did. And,
2: they have to try and get it to match exactly. There was this thing I'd watched about Pokemon, the first movie way back when when mm-hmm. I was a teenager, and it was talking about how it was an absolute struggle trying to get lines that made sense and still communicate the message to match the flapping lip movements of the character okay so
1: that might be the root of the problem anyway right there because i didn't think so either that's the other issue that i have with anime sometimes at least when it's in english is Mm. like you know person's still talking and there's no way that's how your mouth works (laughs) when you're saying that line
2: that's actually also why their favorite character to animate in that film or more accurately, right for was Mewtwo. They could literally just take exactly what he said. Because <laughs> he doesn't have yeah. a mouth, he or doesn't. doesn't he doesn't, he move. doesn't move his mouth. He communicates He's telepathically. Psychic, man. Yeah. yeah, so that they could literally just wholesale take exactly yeah. what the message was and put it there, and it was perfect. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So I mean, if I, if it was the greater dislike that I had was like the woodenness of mm. some of the vocal acting, but it would probably come down to that or maybe just lack of context for other things but again that's because i don't watch a whole lot of anime so maybe lack of Mm -hmm. context is just is just how it works yeah like this is the thing you got to go with it (laughs) you don't want to go and if you don't want to roll with it stop watching yeah (laughs) so yeah
0: um i got into miyazaki as a teenager uh i don't remember what first interested me in the movies but i i like watched a whole bunch of them, and I even wrote a research paper about it for uh, my college prep writing course, because I'm a fucking nerd, and uh, I was really good at writing research papers when i was a teenager oh, and like jealous. all my teen te- uh ugh, all my teachers would like be like oh my god you're so good at writing papers blah 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 you know you're gonna be all set when you go to college and then i didn't go to normal college and only ever had to write one research paper Jealousy. which my college instructor also complimented me on and kept as an example for all the other heathens she taught <laughs> ah. who weren't good students and be like here i need this to show them um
1: gotcha and we wonder why sh- why Brannigan's also a really great writer. Oh, (laughs) well, well, I wasn't
0: trying to brag. Mm -hmm. I was. I was actually desperately bragging. Please give me attention. Anyway. (laughs) um, No, anyway. (laughs) So I had written a paper and like, uh, and I was, I was super obsessed with it. And, um, uh, As a teenager, there was one detail about the movie that I always really hated, and it wasn't until I was an adult that I understood it. I thought it was so fucking weird when she baby birded him the food. I was like, what the fuck? Why would they do that? That's so gross. That's so weird. And then as an adult, I realized, duh, that's the point. They're trying to show how unhuman. She's a human who doesn't in any way behave like a human. Like this thing that would be unimaginable for any of us. It's like she's like, oh, he can't eat i'll chew it for him this is the normal thing to do right i mean
1: the most human thing that she possibly does i mean aside from caring for another human Mm. is maybe like riding on the back of a wolf and that's literally because she's too slow as a human yeah (laughs) so i'm like that's probably the most human thing that you do and humans can't do that anyway because wolves aren't that big or awesome and you know sadness abounds yeah Wolves are my favorite animal. Yeah.
2: I don't Fun know. Watch, watching her run on those rooftops, she is a fast little skedaddler. Yeah. yeah,
1: but they're making a point to say, like, you're fast, but you're not wolf fast. So yeah. you need to get on the back <laughs> of this wolf and, yeah, we're going to move this shit along.
2: Yeah. Um, Speaking of moving shit along, let's get this dumb
0: wolf fast. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, now for the mystery question. The way we're going to work this is Null's got a list. I roll a die. And whatever I roll, that's the number question. So I don't even know. I have to come up with an answer on the fly, which could be really funny. Could be super weird. Could go terribly or boringly. We'll find out. Uh, And I rolled a 10. Oh, boy.
2: If you had to feed exactly one character to a clan of pissed-off badgers, who would it be? This would be the perfect movie to have a clan of pissed-off badgers. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's beautiful. Oh,
0: my God. Um... Okay, uh, who would I feed to a clan of pissed off badgers? I think that Jigo could have. Well, it's probably there's probably a message in him surviving to the end to see what all happens. Mm. But I would probably still feed him to badgers anyway.
2: Honestly, that's that's sort of where I'm leaning uh, is to Jigo. Yeah, he, as much as I like him towards like the end of the movie, just because he's such an oblivious little jackass Mm -hmm. because towards the beginning of the movie, he feels useless, Mm -hmm. but towards the end, it's like he, he is so lost in his own self obsession of grandeur Mm -hmm. that he can't even recognize when he's about to get annihilated.
0: Yeah. He's, he's too focused on his goal. Yeah. Yeah,
2: I just find that so entertainingly buffoonish and ironic, Mm -hmm. but yeah, no, he, he has to go.
0: Yeah.
2: Nom, nom, nom. (laughs) Okay. I know you don't care for Lady Eboshi, but I feel like by the end
0: of the movie, she's able to, she she has the chance to turn over a new leaf and she can be a good person.
1: Yeah. You know? I mean, and they leave so, you with that impression. Like, yeah. she literally says, we're going to be starting over.
0: Yeah. And like, I feel so. like Jigo, uh, what is it? What is it? What was his line at the end? It was something about, there's no fighting, arguing with fools or no uh, winning yeah. against fools or something.
1: I'm I like, it's you think, all your yeah. fault. What do you think, mean?
2: I don't think he's so redeemable. Yeah. He mm. he's literally the fool and doesn't even realize it.
1: Yeah. Um. I mean, I I agree with everything that you're saying. I I would probably it would probably be Chico. Does it have to be a main character?
0: No. No. Okay.
1: It cause, can be anybody. I mean, for a while I forget the character's name. Um, but Lady Eboshi's like main like uh, head honcho co- guy. Gonza.
0: Gonza. Yeah. Yeah. He
1: probably would have. Yeah. He he probably would have honestly been high up on my list honestly he was
0: my first thought too
1: yeah <laughs> but he i was, was just like eh, does he deserve it as much as Jigo? Jigo <laughs> totally deserves it yeah but just for change of pace I'll yeah say him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's literally that is like if he, that is my reasoning like by the end you know
0: he's like okay he's not so bad he's just loyal to lady eboshi right exactly um, but like if it had happened earlier in the movie like if he were to die it would have been but it would have been death by badger
1: yeah i agree <sighs>
0: okay uh i think that's everything we have for today's episode we did it we um,
1: survived episode one
0: yes we did i think we did it. i think it went smoothly ish i Truth i don't enough. know i don't know if there's gonna be any tweaks to the format in the future uh possibly maybe we don't know uh anyway i've been bran uh you can find me on twitter at Brannigan uh with two r's and uh, I'm also on another show with uh, Null uh, called Midtown Mythos, where we play a uh, role-playing game developed by Null, also called Midtown Mythos. Because uh, I'm so creative. Yeah, <laughs> we, we have a few seasons out, so there's plenty of back episodes you can check out. Uh,
2: find us there. Uh, if you want to happen to find me on Twitter, I'm at MXMNull, uh, pretty easy.
1: I don't have any personal plugs. I'm just here because it's fun. No, Do you, you know don't me? want to be followed on Twitter? Oh no, I'm good. Okay. I don't. <laughs> oh. And it's nothing against the Twitter lover people. Like, You're just never I just, on Twitter. I'm never, I'm never on Twitter. You could tweet me, I will not see it, and I just don't want anyone to get offended. <laughs> it's okay.
2: I'll take on the Twitter lovers. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay.
1: Yeah, give them all uh, all. all right, Ellie, <laughs> tell
0: us about what movie we're watching next week.
1: Oh, man, I'm so excited about it. <laughs> What's it's, your hint? Uh, um, I don't know if it's so much a hint as it is just like a blatant giveaway, but I'm super, <laughs> I'm super excited about it. I've watched it multiple times. It's something that's been stuck with me ever since it was first created. So I'm just going to say um, for everybody else, please come back. You're going to want to be in the room where it happens. So please come back and listen to us, because I'm so excited to get these guys' take on what they think of it. I haven't seen it.
2: Um, I'm so (laughs)
1: excited. I'm so excited.
2: Should be a good time.
1: So pumped. Bye.